Welcome to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Thajal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well then let's dive in. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to another episode of the Time and Talks podcast. I am back from popular demand. As I've shared, I really have been doing these podcast episodes recently intuitively. And today I have been really genuinely called to talk about the topic of how to be embodied and present when we witness global crisis and trauma and atrocities in different parts of the world. And when we witness this horror, we instinctively feel helpless. We feel hopeless. We may feel hatred. We may feel so many slew of intense emotions take over. And ultimately, a lot of us feel guilt, guilt for our privilege guilt for complaining about our life when there is atrocities beyond the human comprehension going on. And I'm not a widely political person. And when things were going down in the other part of the world, my first instinct is always to look from a spiritual higher perspective that this is one chapter in the whole story and book of humanity. And my utmost prayers, thoughts, compassion, empathy goes to those who are suffering. Doesn't matter what color skin, what background, what age, what beliefs, what religion, all of that goes out the window because there is a shared unity and oneness that our souls feel emotions in the same exact way. Me and you sitting here in our homes in the Western world, if our child passes away before us, we will feel a crippling pain. And doesn't matter what part of the world you live in, that is the same crippling pain and emotions that grow in each and every one of us. So it really was difficult for me because seeing the outspread of character assassinations for those who were speaking out, those who were using their platforms in a way of speaking up. But it was sometimes inciting separation and division and projecting their own fears and insecurities into the collective. And when we are coming from a place of fear, it grows the negative polarity. You know, the negative polarity is those who have chosen the path of service to oneself. It is greed. It is rooted in ego. It is rooted in the shadow side of manipulation, taking advantage of others. It is desensitized to pain. It is all about manipulation, exploitation. It's about abuse of power, hiding, being secretive. Essentially, I'm saying world governments right now, deeply corrupt, toxic, self-serving industries, belief systems, way of living. And the more and more I dive into this, and I'm not going to leave your nerves 
open and raw, but I think really honest conversations about seeing deeper into what is happening at a greater level. You know, whether you look at the people of Palestine or the people of Israel, it is extremist groups and people of power that are creating the problems. And that is not indicative of those individuals who are living under that reign. There's many people that don't agree with it. And so it's like in our life, being accountable for the mistakes and beliefs of our parents. We don't want to be held to that standard of what their decisions were or you know, being judged by what our parents did or didn't do. And that's the same thing, right? We don't necessarily agree just because someone is political leader in our country doesn't mean that we agree with them. I mean, we see that in our country all the time. But there's this growing divisiveness, this you against me, win and loser, that if you're not with me, I need to assassinate your character, assassinate you physically. It is becoming a vitriol of hatred, discrimination, of intolerance, of impatience, of lack of ability to sit and meet in the middle or to even speak or understand another. And so what we see is the rise of the ego shadow side, a shadow side that is within each and every one of us. And we have to be able to see the areas in our life we are perpetuating ignorance of division, of lack, of separation, of oneness with the divine, how we judge in our personal life, how we compare, how we exclude, how we have hatred, how we have pain, how we have judgment towards others. We really have to take a hard look at that. And the reason why I share that is because unless we're willing to look at the shadow sides within us, what we see in the world is just a collective of all of us individuals and what we're perpetuating in the world. And to see unity and oneness, like as, you know, the law of one raw material says like we are unity consciousness. We are the divine. You see it in any spiritual test, the Bhagavad Gita. It's all about remembering who you are, the truth of who you are and wiping away these misbeliefs so that when we tune into the wisdom of the truth, we can easily look into the world and see where people are trying to put one over on us who are being manipulative. And right now media, the way that the industries, the there's a whole funnel of, and I'll say it, evil energy and negative polarity that is here to brainwash us. And we have to be really, really aware of that. There's this quote that I saw on Instagram. The whole system is designed to traumatize people to keep them disconnected from their authentic self. Disconnected people are easy to manipulate. And I want you to take a moment to just sit with that. Keeping us sick by the foods that we eat, by the propaganda that they put out to get us addicted to medication because we're not eating properly and our bodies are out of balance. The things that we see on television that keeps us disconnected to our truth, the reality television that we take in that is activating our stress charge. 
the types of sugar that is laced in our food that is creating havoc in our system, the more that we're disconnected from our higher self and there's inner imbalance, we can't know the truth. And we're more susceptible to fear, to being looking at the outsider political parties. They create the problems. They act like the saviors as they're going to solve the problems, but they're just pushing their own agenda, lacing their own pockets. So we really have to start breaking out of believing like there's an authority figure outside of us who is the savior, that our government, that what people or doctors are saying in certain degrees of what is healthy and what's not healthy, uh, some of that is cued. Not all of it, but some of it. And the only way that we're going to be able to filter that is running it through our inner guidance system. What is the truth, the ultimate truth? And what is really out there to help us, support us as we become our authentic self and our true self and our light? So they say, right, that, you know, we can't drive out the shadow side and the darkness without elevating the light, turning on the light switch. And so that's why it's so important that more beings like me and you start elevating our consciousness, start awakening to the light, because the more that we do that, we serve as a beacon for others to elevate themselves and their light. And then the truth is some people in this incarnation are not meant to open their light. It'll happen in some other lifetime. And we're not here to change and preach and, you know, be the savior. But we just, through example, learn how to process the emotions that we feel. And collectively, we feel the same types of things. Helplessness, heartache. We feel like this deep desire to heal, to overcome the guilt that we feel when knowing that things are going out in the world. When I shared on my Instagram page, the acronym WCNSP, that jolted me to my core. Wounded child, no surviving parent. That acronym should not exist at this point in our life, but it does. And I want to take a moment, let's somatically kind of experience this, W-C-N-S-P, wounded, child, no surviving parent. I want you to sit and see how does that feel in your body? Where does your body constrict? Where is there a charge? Where is there an activation? And I want you to just place your hand on that place and be with that place. We're not trying to make it go away. We want to recognize it. This is where the feeling lives, whether it's the heartache or the the anger or the hatred or the helplessness or the hopelessness. What is that feeling that lives inside you? Take a deep breath in through your feet and out through your mouth and just be with that charge and take a moment to look around the room wherever you're at and place your eyes on something that is pleasurable, that makes you realize that you are safe in this moment, that you are not in that felt reality. Your child is not in that felt reality of WCNSP. In your world right now, everything is safe and okay. And it's okay to be grateful and appreciative of that. 
and really taken in your body where do you feel safety look around your room turn your head behind you really get a felt sense of where you're at you are not in gaza you are not in israel <sighs> maybe you're in your home or your car or taking a walk outside and you see the trees or the sun or the clouds and just feel that in your body where do you soften <sighs> So at any given point, when we feel extreme, overwhelming feelings, there's a part of us that may feel anxious, scared, worried, fearful, helpless. But there's another part of us that if we access that space and slow down and pause, there's a space within us that can also be with that charge and not be overconsumed by it. And we can breathe into the space. Maybe it's your feet or maybe it's your eyes feel relaxed. Maybe it's your fingers. Maybe it's your stomach or your shoulders. They're just relaxed and tense. And they can be here in this moment. And you can breathe into that space and take that calmness and breathe it out in the place where you feel that stress and that charge. This allows us to be more grounded And when we do this by moving back and forth the charge, we build more bandwidth and capacity in our body to be able to handle the sensation. And as you continue to keep doing that, tuning into your environment, realizing the threat that you feel, the helplessness that you feel, it is valid. It has space. We honor it. But you have capacity to allow that energy to move through you. And so anytime you see something triggering on social media, whether it's the the images that you see or the news that you hear, be with the charge, that activation. And rather than using that activation and sitting in that, and then when you see someone have a different opinion than you, you lash out because you have so much charge in you that it feels easier to character assassinate someone else to get it out of your body. You're either going to flip out or burn out if you just sit with this charge, suppress it, or you're going to lash out when you see something that's different from the belief and the identity that you hold so true because your ego is based in survival and it has to be right in order to survive. There's no room for disagreements. There's no room for differences. There's no room for understanding. It's about, I need to be understood. And if you are not with me, I am against you. It is about right, wrong. It's the duality. It's the separation. It's the ignorance and keeps us separated from unity. That yes, we can agree to disagree. Yes, I see the humanness on both sides. Yes, I feel deep empathy for people, even though I don't know them. Some of us are so desensitized to what we see because of the type of violent television that we've been programmed to watch because of our media. And that is really alarming. We need to be feeling things, but not lashing out at the wrong person. There are definitely power plays with negative, evil polarities in action, but we have to realize it's a limited group. And so we can't fight that by hatred, disgust, violence, and turning on each other. We have to be able to see 
We have to be able to understand. We have to soften into our bodies and hold the capacity of the feelings and then take a stand, then stand up, speak out, act courageously. I'm not here to say bypass your feelings. I'm not here to say kumbaya, just meditate only. And some people that may be their calling is not to be an activist. Maybe it's to hold space. There's nothing right or wrong here. But if you're being called to speak up and stand out, it has to come from a place of a spiritual perspective, a higher perspective of seeing both sides and speaking only when it's for the highest good of all and not creating more noise in the world that already is being very intentional about your speech, that it's uplifting, inspiring. It is getting to the core of what needs to be spoken about without creating further division and vitriol, and anger, and incite more hatred, and separateness. It has to come from the truth that we are all divine beings connected to source, and we are in this together as a human race. When we see and witness horror in the world, this is an experiment on empathy. This is the first generation that we are privy to atrocities that are happening in different parts of the world and we are seeing it. Our bodies are feeling it as if we are there because of the the graphic natures of the images that we see, the videos that we see. It's almost like our bodies are transplanted there, just like when we're watching a show, seeing someone having drama in their body, it creates through our mirror neurons that same effect and energy through us, even though we're not physically experiencing it. So continuing to root and ground ourselves in our environment, reminding ourselves that we are safe, giving an open platform for the emotions to move through. So then when from that place of connectedness, of our oneness and our power and our strength and our light, we then speak, we then act, we then meditate, we then do the thing that we're called to do in the world. I talk a lot about capacity and capacity is the crux of being able to hold space for yourself and to be able to be in the presence of terror and crisis without collapsing, without being overwhelmed. It is simply capacity is the ability to metabolize the sensation and feelings in our body. But for or in order for us to do that, we have to be able to have enough space and pause and allow the discomfort and sit with the discomfort without needing to push it out and without needing to to numb, to escape, to push and make others responsible for the way that we feel by going on social media and having keyboard courage and just attacking and attacking and taking in that information. So I want you to just remember that we are living in this world where we have access to more information than our nervous system can handle. So give yourself a pause. Don't feel compelled to speak unless it's guided by the divine and it's for the highest good of all. If there's an urgency to speak, 
it is because it's the ego wanting to come out. The ego expresses through words and through action. It expresses through weapons of mass destruction and words of mass destruction, which creates character assassinations and further separation. So when you feel that urgency, sit with it just like we did today. See what it, how it wants to move, how it wants to express itself. Be with it. And then find the place in your body that's safe. Look around your room. What, where do you feel that pleasure and that safety in your body at this moment? And then shift between the two places so that your body can then metabolize the sensation and stress that you feel. Be mindful of the information, the TV, the media that you take in. Take a break from social media as needed. Don't live in the comment sections. And unless it's absolutely necessary, if there's an urgency to comment, take a pause. Make sure it's coming from your higher self. And the higher self always speaks after a pause and understanding that this is for the highest good, and then it speaks. We don't need to speak to fill up the space. We have to speak in order to elevate. So I really hope this serves you well. You can move through any emotion that you feel as you witness the things that are happening in the world with this somatic exercise. And I really, truly pray for our combined healing Our worlds end in suffering. I hope that as we elevate our consciousness one by one, it trickles into our societies, our communities, into our world. And remember, working on your shadow side and healing yourself is a gift to the world. It is not selfish. You are contributing. It's not all about being an activist and protesting. Doing our inner work is the work that we all need to be doing. And it is making a difference. Sending you blessings, sending you love, sending you intentions of healing and prayer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Peace to all, light to all, love and blessings to all. I want to thank you so much for taking time to listen to this podcast today. I really hope it resonates with your soul and you take something really positive away from it. If you found benefit and value, I would so be grateful if you take a moment of your time to just head over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and leave a rating and review. This really does help other moms who are looking for positivity and wisdom to find the podcast. Thank you so much and I hope you have a blessed day.